and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we'll be talking about sharing and borrowing. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's so good to see all of you. Good to see you guys too. Do we want to start with what's on our needles today? Sure. Sure. So if we're going in alphabetical order, here we go. Um, again, I right now don't have anything on my knitting needles. Um, I'm actually waiting for some yarn to start a couple of projects, but I have been crocheting some coasters. Um, since we are moving to a new house soon, I figured we needed something new and fresh for the new house. So um, practicing my crochet skills and I'll, I'll get some coasters out of it. Yay. Nice. Great project to practice on too. It's a great size. Oh yeah, it's perfect. I don't get bored of it. And when I start to like, you know, fade out of one, the coaster's done and I can start the next one whenever I feel like it. Yeah. And you have something to use that is really super useful. So, yes. all right. And I see lots of flying fingers here on the Zoom screen that we're recording with tonight. So uh, my knitting needles right now is the same two projects as last week. One is I've shifted though, which one's more active. So I am right now, as we're talking, working on my heel tab socks, which is the pattern Gladys is what I'm using. And I am doing the gusset. So I'm, I'm coming down to the foot pretty soon. And this is the second sock of the set. And then my other project is the sleeves for Ed's cardigan. And I've got to stop and have him try it on. So they're both kind of at these places that they're going to be hitting the finish line pretty close together. And I think I mentioned this last time, last week, but I am doing Ed's sleeves. They're supposed to be top down the texture of the sweater, which I don't like doing so I'm doing them separate and I'm going to graph them or kitchener stitch them to the body of the sweater stay tuned yes <laughs> I love it I can't wait to see how that turns out I can't wait to either <laughs> this is gonna be cool um okay so for me I made some progress same thing as you Kathy my projects kind of shifted to these weird places so my strange brew sweater, I actually finished the body and I joined the sleeves to it. So awesome. now I just need short rows and then I can do the yoke. So that was exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and because I was like at a point where I was like, okay, I really need to pick a night where I can like sit down and really think this through because I need to like design the yoke now and get to a place where I feel comfortable like proceeding mentally <laughs> with it. Um, I started crocheting because Brianna inspired me last week and I'm crocheting a scarf and I'm almost done actually. Oh my gosh. That's okay. awesome. That's what I've been working. And let me tell you how much fun I've been having with this. It's just been a long time since I've really crocheted like nonstop for a while and I'm having a blast. It's so fun. Great. Awesome. It looks great. Yeah. Thanks. It's so nice to mix it up. I mean, the the sweater is so involved in so much knitting. So to go from something where you really have to think and to like crocheting a scarf, that's such a big mix up. That's cool. All right. So for me, I am 
still working on the bolster because I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really knit much last week. I tinked a lot last week on this, this bolster because I really did just cast it on and I wasn't happy with like the first couple of rows. And so I just kind of took them back and I took my time because there is, there is no rush on this one. And the other things that I've knitted recently I've kind of put a timeline on myself because they were gifts and or for a holiday or something like that and this one is a gift for my mom but there's no it has to be done by this timeline she knows about it it's a bolster it's going to get done quickly anyways so I'm kind of trying to just enjoy the process of knitting it instead of stressing about getting it done on a certain time frame yeah great and whether awesome. we're knitting or unknitting, it's we're, we have yarn that's moving through our hands or crochet. We have yarn that's moving through our hands. That's all we need. Yeah. Agreed. That's Agreed. awesome, guys. I love it. We've gotten a lot going on this week. That's good. All right. Do you want to jump into our topic? Yeah. Yeah. So this topic is sharing and borrowing. So there's a couple different questions and I think we can go around Robin. Um, but I think maybe we, do you think we should answer like, what do we share and what do we borrow at the same time so that we can kind of compare and contrast what we deem shareable, what we deem borrowable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I'm pretty open in terms of sharing. I, I don't, the only thing I can think of that I don't share is food, especially if it's on my plate already, but everything else is pretty much up for grabs. If you ask me, um, I'm a tiny bit of a germaphobe. So if it has something to do with like, you know, your mouth is touching something, that might be questionable, but I guess it just depends on who you are and what I'm willing to, to share with you specifically. <laughs> I love it. What do you borrow? I, I can't tell you the last time I borrowed anything. Um, it was probably just like, well, honestly, <laughs> the last time I borrowed something, it was the KitchenAid mixer for my mom and I just never gave it back to her. Um, so that tells you how good of a borrower I am, I guess. <laughs> but she bought a new one for herself. So I guess now that's mine. Awesome. That's but, not a bad deal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I feel like my friends, we all have our own sort of like style so it's not like we're borrowing each other's clothes for anything and we all have different hobbies so we're not borrowing like we're not sharing yarn because you know you guys are my knitting friends that's really it um but everything else is kind of just like you know I I have a lot of my own stuff so there's not usually a need to borrow something but if somebody needs something that I have I'm more than willing to share with them. I love that you said that like you don't share food that always reminds me of Joey from Friends and he always said Joey don't share food. Yes. <laughs> that was like his line throughout the whole show. Joey yeah. doesn't share food. It's a problem. <laughs> I get in a lot of trouble for not sharing food but hey it's my food and I decided I was gonna eat it so 
You can't have any, sorry. <laughs> Brianna, I am so right there with you. In fact, I was talking with a friend today about our upcoming podcast today. We were talking about borrowing and sharing because this is a friend that we would probably borrow and share every single thing from each other. We've known each other since we were, you know, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, the one thing I will not share is I will not share the, exactly as you just said it, I will not share the food that is on my plate. If it is food that is still in the serving things or whatever, you know, fine, help yourself. I will go last. Yes. But once that food hits my plate, hands off, do not touch it. I am very territorial mm-hmm. with food. And I don't know why, I guess some of it is the little bit of the germ factor maybe um even with that i'm like if he says can i just have a taste no you can't now if it's leftover at the end and i'm not going to eat it then yes you can have my scraps but (laughs) i'm not going to share what's on my plate and i guess some of it is just i don't know survival not that i've ever been without food but i take we take food seriously don't we absolutely yeah, I think so. about food constantly. So I know, like, if I had brought my lunch, I know exactly what that is. I know the amount that's there. And I know that I'm going to eat everything. So I don't, I can't share it because that's all I have. And if we're going to have a party, I will bring my, my contribution to the party. All finding good, but again, once you hit it, once it's on my plate, I am not sharing it in this time. Absolutely. But I would share just about anything except for again the food on my plate. And um, I won't share a secret. I will tell you that. If you tell me a secret, I am not, I am not sharing that secret. So I, I will hold tight on secrets. Um, but I'll share just about anything else. You know, if you if you wanted anything from my closet, if you want to wear a sweater, if you want to borrow, you know, if you want to borrow my, I don't know, I don't have that much in my closet, but if there's something that you would like, I'm more than happy to share it with you. Um, what, what I do like to share is I like to share my time. You know, I like to share, I like to share me. I like to share things if you need something, but otherwise, in addition, I like to share my time. I like to share my space with you. I will share space as yeah. long as it doesn't involve that place. Um, <laughs> As far as borrowing, I, well, I love to borrow books. I always think about that. It, it, it just goes back to the whole library system. Mm-hmm. I don't need to own books. I like to borrow anything that I don't feel like I have the need to own. So like sometimes like with yard work, especially like in neighborhoods, um, do we all need to have a snowblower? No, now I probably won't borrow somebody's snowblower because I'd be afraid I was going to break it. But I love that that ability to share things in a community yeah. or know that you could borrow, like I need a certain shovel to dig up a garden. I, can I borrow yours? Maybe I'll buy one later on, but right now I just need to see if I'm ever going to plant another garden. So I, I like to borrow things that I I don't really need to own and I might only need to use it that one time. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like what I like to borrow. So That's a really good point. I... I like that aspect of borrowing what I'm moving into a new house next door to my best friend. And the part that I'm excited about, not that, you know, it's not exciting to move to a new house. It's a little bit bigger, a little bit nicer than where I live now, but um, having a neighbor that 
has things that maybe I don't have just like, you know, the snowblower, a shovel, um, they have a grill. Um, and of course, like I have things that they don't have yet. Um, so we can share those big things that you don't need to have two of if you live right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. I'll come back and when we kind of, before we move on to the next question, I'll circle back on exactly what you're saying, Brianna. It's kind of a, this is a little bit of an old school thought process that we're having right now. It's different mm-hmm. than I think the world we live in where we feel the need to own everything. Yeah. No, you don't need to own everything. You need to have that neighbor, that family member, that person that you can borrow and share with. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my that's my borrow and share for a minute. All right, Kathy, making us think here. <laughs> I love that though. I love the idea. So I am the same way with books, Kathy. I love to borrow books, and I also like to share my books, even if people don't want them. I'll like give them to them. I'll be like, "Hey, you want to read this? You should read it. I just finished it. Let's talk about it." Cause I need to talk about it with someone, <laughs> but I don't, I don't hang on to that stuff. Any, like, I just, the idea of like single use things like that and like having so many of them, I get, this sounds weird, but I get like sad about it. Like I just, it'll stay on my shelf forever and it'll never be read again. And that's kind of sad. Like, wouldn't it be more purposeful for it to like go to someone else who can read it? And if I need to read it again, I'm sure I can borrow another one or whatever. But I, I do borrow books. Also, have you guys ever seen those little free libraries that people have on their lawns? Yes. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. I want one so bad when we have a house. I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, I put books in there all the time because there's a lot of them within walking distance of my house. So like if I read something that I'm like, I don't think any of my friends would really, this isn't really their cup of tea. I'll bring it over there and I'll, one in and I'll take one with me and I just think that's such a cool system so I love stuff like that and then Chris's mom and some of their family they do puzzles and when they're done the puzzles they pass it on to the next person so I love doing puzzles I've inherited a lot of puzzles that way and it's really fun because you know it gets done a bunch of times it's something you would usually do and then stick on a shelf for 10 years and then on a rainy day pull it back out Mm -hmm. so I love that yeah. Um, but I'm pretty good about sharing. I like to think Chris is giving me a look, but I, I think I'm pretty good about sharing. I'm really good about borrowing. I love to borrow things. Um, Chris's sweatpants. I love to borrow, um, things like that. So, but I think, I think when you grow up with a lot of siblings, like I grew up with a lot of siblings, I'm not used to like intense boundaries, you know? Mm-hmm. so I mean everyone shared everything so I'm not used to like ownership I didn't have my own room until I was in college a sophomore in college so you know that stuff doesn't faze me <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting concept isn't it but the whole ownership thing do I need to own it or could I could it would it be better if we borrowed and shared it and, you know talking about books and she was saying you know Natalie if I put it on the shelf it could sit there for a period at, who knows it might sit there forever but if I lend it to somebody or if I pass it on, that's probably where I do my best borrowing is some things need to be borrowed and returned. Of course, some things just here, pass it on kind of a thing. And I just think that a book must get so excited to feel its pages turned again. I, I just, 
rather than sitting on the shelf. Oh my goodness, somebody's got me in their head and they're going to turn those pages again. It's going to feel great. Like a yeah. little massage or something. Very cute. All right, I'll go close. So baby clothes. I will share baby clothes. And um, so we currently have our girl first and a boy second and going through baby clothes. There's a lot of girls on, in our side of the family, on my husband's side, on, on my side, there's a lot of boys. Um, but even though we don't know if we're done having children or if we're not done having children, we don't really know, but I don't know if I'll ever have another girl. And I would rather pass on those clothes and share them with somebody else and know that they're going to get used in this like style, you know, because baby clothes go out of style too, or the elasticity goes, or it just being stored up there. And I would rather them get used by another little baby girl than just sit in my attic and go to nobody. So yes, I might have another girl in the future, but then I'll borrow a clothes from somebody else mm -hmm. for my other little girl, or I'll get them back from my sister-in-law or, or my friend who I'm going to send them over to. Um, I'm all about sharing baby clothes because, and you also never know what season the baby is going to be in to match it up anyways. So it's, their, their clothes and you're buying so many baby clothes because they grow so fast that first year that I am all about not keeping any baby clothes. If I have anybody that I possibly can share that with that's out of my house. And I know karma, if I were to have another child, I would borrow baby clothes from somebody else. So yeah. that's the one. And then the other one happened recently um, we had two family weddings to go to and my sister-in-law sister and I were both kind of like, well, our, our outfits every day are our leggings, a sweatshirt and our hair up in a bun taking care of two little kids. Why do females have to buy a new dress for every single wedding? Like, why is that on us? Guys get to wear the same suit to every single wedding. Mm -hmm. We have to buy a new dress. Why? Why is this? So we decided that since the two weddings were in the same family and they were like a month apart, we just swapped dresses. So technically we were in a new dress, but we weren't wearing the same dress that we just wore to that wedding. So that was a nice little share borrow situation where we just, it happens out that we are the same size. She's a little bit taller than me, but other than that, we were we were good to go. So I highly recommend that if you have a couple of weddings to go to, stop buying dresses and borrow from your friends. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I do that a, a lot too, To share. You feel like you're helping somebody and then it's a great feeling to borrow because it's balancing the budget. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, and I think that that's part of the whole share borrow thing is that well a couple of things one of them is space so my space is so limited in my world where I live it's just so limited and even if my space was bigger I don't know if I need more stuff it just I get a little overwhelmed um and it helps with the budget so when I was talking with my friend today about this topic borrow share uh, we were reminiscing and for it's still actually they're still out there for all of our bridal showers there was one punch bowl that was passed around to every single shower. And it's such a great memory. It was like, oh, the punch bowl is coming to my house today. It's my turn to have the punch bowl. And then the other component was the coffee urn. So 
one person had a coffee urn, one person had a punch bowl. This was our parents, not us guys. But, and that was how they put things together. Like, oh, we need to get the coffee urn from Rosetta or, oh, we need to get the punch bowl from Edna. And it was so exciting because it was coming to your house for your occasion. But why do we all need to, do we all need to own a 50 cup coffee urn for the party that we have like, you know, once every year maybe or something like that so the whole borrow share was like I think my mom's generation they were masters of it you know they 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 didn't need to own everything they couldn't own everything they didn't need to own everything but yet they still wanted nice things and that's how they did it somebody was responsible for this and somebody was responsible for that and folding chairs and card tables I mean these things were passed around and yeah one person has custody of that thing and they give it to whoever whoever needs it at that particular time and it typically got you invited to the party too yeah absolutely <laughs> so there that was uh, was fun to reminisce about the fact that there was this one punch bowl for every bridal shower i think in prospect park um passed around so i love that you're but. so right it's definitely like a lost art because i think things have gotten so much like there's a cheaper version of everything now so like yeah. if you want to own everything you can own everything but at the same time like a lot of times that stuff breaks really easily or like the quality of it's not good and then you know just keep buying the same stuff over and over again and the charm <laughs> yeah. of it all the charm of it like okay it's now at our house so Brenda, you were mentioning about your move coming and we had, I, I had a fabulous neighbor for so long. I still have many nice neighbors, but this was Kate. And um, Kate had a picnic table. Kathy and Ed had a grill. Ed and I have never had a picnic table. We've never had an outdoor dining set because we didn't need one because Kate had the picnic site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Picnic table right next to her and we had the grill. And it worked. the amount of times that we either, can I use your grill, Kathy? Absolutely. Can we use your table, Kate? Absolutely. Or better yet, the times that we were able to use it together. It's just an amazing, you know, we needed each other. You got the table, we got the grill, we need it. It's <laughs> yeah, cute. I think well, like that def- they definitely build community in your neighborhood. Yeah, borrowing and sharing. Mm-hmm. Love it. So this next one, Kathy, it says knit, share, knit, borrow. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah, I have no idea. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, so we're talking like, you know, everyday things or things that we keep in our homes. But as far as knitting, what are you willing to share from your knitting? And what are you willing to borrow from your knitting? I think that's a really good question. Brianna, why are you willing to share? You go first. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Are we talking like existentially? <laughs> we could. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm definitely willing to share and borrow anything that I have or anyone else has knitted or crocheted, um, you know, especially if you're, you know, looking for something to match an outfit. I have everything under the sun you could possibly imagine in blue hues, and I might be wearing a pink dress and maybe that any of those blues don't go together. So I might be looking for like a pink shawl from somebody. Um, but I, I'm just thinking like 
in terms of sharing knitting knowledge. Yeah. I, I, I want to share all of it. I think it's so important to share what you know so that it keeps going. I mean, there's, there's hopefully always going to be people interested in knitting and those people that are interested deserve to know, you know, knitting knowledge, knitting information, things yeah. that you have experienced and learned from the knitting wisdom, as you might say. Um, so yeah, I would definitely share everything I know about knitting. I like that. I, like that. I, um, I will share, I'll probably share just about everything when it comes to knitting. I'm happy to share my tools, you know, my knitting needles or what, um, my books. So I don't have a whole lot of knitting books because it's mostly, um, digital now, especially with Ravelry. Mm. So, you know, that's in my computer, but I do have some books and, and I guess just, you know, making the move and putting more things in my home now that we're not in the store anymore. It reminded me of all the books that I do have and, and they're there. And I, we used to you know, share them with each other. That was always one of my mom's big things was sharing her, her knitting books with her friends um, because they just wanted the one pattern from it. This was before we would have digital and own it in our own computers, but I would share any of those things. And I would share any of my knitwear. In fact, when we were at the store, it wasn't that we were sharing it, but all the sweaters that we had there, nothing made me happier than when one of you gals would throw on one of those sweaters because it was getting worn and you know what it, you, you, you know, hand knitting. And besides they all look way better with you guys than on me. So I'm happy to share any of that. Um, so I would share just about anything from my world of knitting. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I was wearing one of those sweaters the other day. The green cardigan. So fun. My green cardigan, which I, I love. I honest to God wear that like one day a week minimum. And like my coworkers are probably tired of seeing me in it, but it's, it's so cozy. I love it. Um, for me, kind of the same thing with the knowledge piece that, Bri that Brianna and you were talking about, Kathy, like, I think it should be shared. And I think that knitting in general is kind of the same as like what we're talking about, like the charm of like that, you know, not needing to own everything or buy something new, like we're making something with our hands, like it just all kind of fits under the same umbrella in my mind. Yeah. Um, it's all a little bit more relaxed. And I do think, you know, it's one of those things that is such a community builder because it's all about people connecting, which is so cool. Um, but when I think back to like knitting shop things that I share, Brianna and I were joking the other day that our tension is so similar. We could like always knit on the same projects. Mm -hmm. So we always used to do that. Like I would start a sample and leave it. Brianna would pick it up or like she would start and I would pick it up whenever we were like at the store and our tensions like just matched up it was great so that's something we definitely can share I don't think we could probably share that with everyone but with each other at least we can share that mm -hmm. um and then of course the sweater wall that we all <laughs> dabbled in and like took from and anytime it got cold in the knitting shop we'd all be wearing Kathy sweaters um those are the two things that I really think of oh and also I think, you know, de-stashing too is good. Like there have been times where Brianna has de-stashed and I've taken her yarn and I've used it to make things. So that's always good too. It's good to have knitting friends because then you're, you're not wasting yarn if you decide you're not going to use it. Yay. You can just bring it to your friend and see if they'll use it. 
Right. Yep. Yes. And you know, those knitting friends that have problems with the amount of stash that they have <laughs> and acquire. So you always know there's extra yarn out there for you. <laughs> yep. I have plenty of it, but I am a pack rat when it comes to yarn. So I hoard it. I need to be better about sharing my yarn stash. All right. So for me, it's needles, never buying needles. Well, I now have from Kathy, a beautiful set. So that was, that was beautiful. And I use it all the time, but prior to that, so there's four knitters in my family. Um, and between the four of us, we just collectively have a family of needles. And I remember one time I was, I couldn't find my size six needles. And I texted my mother-in-law and I was like, do you happen to have like six 16s? And she's like, actually, I think I do. And I think they're yours. Um, she's like, I don't think I ever returned them to you. And it's just kind of become that they're like the family knitting needles. So whenever somebody has a project, um, you just kind of send out a group chat to be like, I need these needles. Who has them? Um, and between four of us, somebody almost always has something available. And that's such a wonderful community to say, like, just borrow and share and it stays within the family. And, you know, if they never come back to you, that's okay, because they ended up on somebody else's project. And one day you'll end up with needles that you accidentally don't return to. So it all just kind of works out in the end. That is true how it works with needles. Like sometimes they come back to you, sometimes they don't, sometimes you've got, but the fact that you had that community to reach out to is so cool. My mom and I always shared needles and she always had more needles than I did. She always had what I needed more than I had what she needed at that stage. But one of the things I always loved was when I would use her needles, um, Her this is while she was still here and living and with me, uh, you know, living. Um, I could always sense her spirit on those needles. And I would think about, I wonder what mom did on these last. So it's just, a, just a, you know, it's again, it just ties the spirit together too when we borrow and share. It's like the book that gets its page turned again. It's the knitting needles that get to click. It's, it's just a neat thing. Mm -hmm. so, and the spirit that lives in all of that. So, mm -hmm. all right. That reminds me of how much I love the little inserts and library cards that tell you like who checked it out last. I wish certain things had that, like if knitting needles had that, that would be cool. Yeah. Or you could see who knitted on them last and what they made. I think that's really cool. It gives them a whole history. <laughs> so here's a quick little one to so my, my husband's family. And maybe I'm embellishing this a little bit, but I don't think I am. Uh, there is a christening gown that has been used by every member of his family. I know all of my husband's siblings and all of their cousins at the grant, their grandmother had made it and it is lovely. And it is, you know, boys and girls wear the same christening gown and then they embroider inside of it, the initials and the date that it was worn. That's so, so like, cool. It's like the borrowing card in the back of the library book, but to have that legend that is part of the history of something and it's, you know, I don't know if it's still used. We haven't had any births recently, but um, it would be very dated. It might be very fragile, but for the period that it was there, pretty darn amazing, isn't it? So yeah, that's yeah. cool. I love that. I love like when you can give something so much meaning and history. It's cool. Yeah. The stories that go with it. So cool. All right. Okay. And then finally, our last set of questions are why do we share and why do we borrow? 
Um, because, I mean, I feel like we kind of talked about that, that sharing and borrowing create some sort of community, no matter what you're talking about, you know, whether it's, you know, community with neighbors, community with knitters, community between friends and family. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It's, yeah, it's reaching out to each other instead of Amazon. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, so the fact that you, Stephanie, you mentioned, you might ask your mother-in-law if she has the size six needles. Yeah, I could have gone on Amazon and bought them, but wasn't it so much more fun to get that communication with your mother-in-law than with Amazon? And now mm-hmm. I own it. So yeah, I, I think that um, it is that sense of community and that sense of, um, sometimes that's the only help we can give somebody some days. I have what you need. Let me bring that to you or come get whatever. But yeah, it feels good. It feels like you're able to help somebody when you share. Um, And for me, borrowing is, I don't need to own everything. Like again, Amazon um, and the punch bowl. And um, it helps with the budget, which, you know, life will never change. There's always a budget. There's something that has to be thought about. So, Mm -hmm. and space. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for me, I'm big on space. I get really stressed out when there's clutter. So I find that if I'm able to borrow things, like it's so much better. And we accumulate things as humans so quickly. Like I just got a new cabinet last year. It is so full. I just can't believe we filled it with all that stuff over the like last year. It's crazy. Um, But I think, you know, sharing is caring. I think that that phrase really captures it it's mm-hmm. you know if you care about someone you're willing to lend out what you have if you care about someone you're willing to reach out to borrow um I hate to break it to you but Jeff Bezos does not care <laughs> if you care about him or not mm-hmm. um so yeah that I think there's a lot of charm in it you all hit I don't really know much more to add on my perspective of it other than I agree it's just so nice to not own everything and to know that there's people who care about you who are willing to share with you and and vice versa it's a cool feeling very cool awesome well I think that might cover it guys any closing thoughts Mm -mm. no I can just whisper next week's topic if you would like yes news before next week's topic yeah okay so Next week's topic, um, be sure you have your knitting when you listen to us. And next week's topic is going to be on the weather and traffic. There we go. So we're becoming news anchors. (laughs) That would be so fun. We should be news anchors. Can you imagine? We'd be the best ones. We would. We would. I would get distracted if a fly flew past me, let alone having to read off of those screens. But we'd get the job done eventually. We would just make up the news. Yeah. <laughs> On the fly. Don't they already do that. <laughs> we'll call it the unscripted news. Yes. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. I think that sounds exciting. I think we're good. I think we're ready to wrap things up. Um, so if you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your drink because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.